2022, Team Milk came together by sponsoring female marathon runners for the marathon in New York City. Today, they're more than 20,000 strong. In 2024, Team Milk is making an even bigger commitment to female runners and launching the only women's marathon in the U.S., designed for and by women. The inaugural Every Woman's Marathon will take place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16, 2024. You can learn more and register for the marathon at everywomansmarathon.com. Hey, you're listening to Into It from Vulture and New York Magazine. I'm your host, Sam Sanders. In this episode, we're going to break down some big pop culture stories from the week. And to do that, I'm joined by two hilarious, incredible fellow podcasters who I like a lot. Tracy Thomas, Chelsea Devantes. Hi. How are y'all? Good. How are you, Sam? I'm better now. I'm better now. I'm also better now, (laughs) now that I'm speaking with you two. (laughs) I feel the same. I'm delighted to have this. I am always happy when we can take these episodes and have it be like a a podcast trifecta. Three podcast hosts here this episode. It's going to be hilarity, drama, magic, beauty, (laughs) I think. One of us will get ousted. Two will become best friends. One will be on the outs at the end of this, like any good arc of a threesome. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Then there's going to be a reunion episode. Where we dish the behind-the-scenes drama, right? I can't wait. I can't wait to narc on both of you. I'm doing it through Notes app, (laughs) pre-reunion. You have a Notes app apology on deck. deck. Yeah. So before we move forward, uh, tell our listeners about your podcast. Tracy, you go first. Oh, okay. Thank you, Chelsea. Um, My podcast is called The Stacks. It's a podcast about books. I interview authors and readers, and we have a book club. And we talk about books, but a lot of the time we just talk about pop culture and things we love and hate through the lens of books. There we go. Love it. Chelsea. I also have a books podcast. It's called Glamorous Trash. We don't read... So Tracy reads like book books. We read celebrity memoirs. (laughs) And Those are books, Chelsea. They are books. Listen, they're my favorite genre of books, but they're not on the level of your books. However, Tracy has come on my podcast. We did Mariah Carey's memoir. And then we also talk about pop culture. We go high and low, which is why it's called Glamorous Trash. And I should point out here... We all are part of a rather incestuous podcast circle. Tracy has been on more than one of my shows. I've been on Tracy's show. Chelsea has been on this show before. And next week, we're all doing a live show together. We are with Rachel Lindsay, the first Black Bachelorette. My live show, The Stacks, on tour in L.A. It's the last stop. I'm fucking exhausted, but I'm so excited to be with the three of you. So if you're in L.A., come Hang out with us. Books, hot takes, bad takes, drinks. <laughs> this is like the <laughs> Avengers Endgame of the podcast cinematic yes, universe. Yes, <laughs> But does that mean we all die in the end or something? I'm going to get a prequel. Yeah, okay, no, we so just get really 19 dead. more movies that no one enjoys, but we're still around. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Let's get into the game. Let's get into the game. Um, I'm sure you both know about the game that we play on this show most weeks. It's called Into It or Not Into It. I share a little pop culture tidbit or story from the week, and you just tell me if you're into it or not. At the end of this game, I may declare a winner. I might not. Either way, it's going to be fun. Shall we? Yes. Let's ruin this friendship. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait to win. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) This first one, actually, Chelsea, uh, is up your alley because it's concerning an upcoming celebrity memoir. 
Here we go. Are y'all into or not into Jada Pinkett Smith revealing this week that she and Will Smith have, in fact, been separated for the past seven years? So from the year 2016, which is seven years ago now, <laughs> yes. y'all have been apart. Yeah. I have. I am such a high level. We've already been texting about this, yes. Chelsea and yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first, let me just get more incestuous. <laughs> Tracy is my guest on the podcast discussing Jada Pinkett's memoir. We are going to go through it page by oh page. Oh, my God. Yeah. The synergy. I know. The synergy. <laughs> We've been talking about this memoir since when it was announced. You know, after so much Red Table Talk, where the whole premise is to, like, divulge everything. She's had, like, 12 everything. seasons. Everything. What is there left to say? What is left to say? I know all the grandma's business at this point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know I know everything. <laughs> I know I know everyone's like last doctor's visit. <laughs> and so what is so funny about this revelation is that we guessed it. We all knew this was an open secret that they were, you know, not together. And an open marriage. Hey. Yeah, open secret, open marriage. Like this has been around. However, it undoes all the logic of the past six years. Did you have an affair if you were divorced the whole? Goddamn time? No, you didn't. Let me tell you Why something, did you Chelsea? guys have to do that? It doesn't undo the logic. It speaks to the supreme god-tier logic of this celebrity couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> they know how to keep us interested. Had they told us years ago that they had been separated, they couldn't have milked Red Table Talk. They couldn't have done all of these things. It was brilliant. Like, they get the drama of a celebrity marriage without having to live together. <laughs> Goals? But do they not live together <laughs> or do they still live together? They're just not in the same bedroom in the mansion. Yeah, I think they're fully in different ways. I don't know. What do you think, Tracy? And, and 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 are you into this or not? Okay, I am into this because I am into nonsense. Usually we get white nonsense, which I'm often into, but so rarely do we get black excellence nonsense. Usually <laughs> there's like a million other things and then we have to deal with like colorism and you know, massage noir, all this stuff. With this story, I'm just like, this is black excellence, nonsense, amazingness. I do have questions about the logistics. I feel that they're living together because if they're not still living together, that means every time Will Smith was like making a video or when she unboxed her memoir and the whole family's there, that they called like a family meeting to make a 60-second Instagram video. I don't doubt that. (laughs) I will tell you why. Because if they were really separated and we know at this point they have sex drives, you know, I think one or both of them would want to have a place where they could just be hanging with their crushes or their booze. Right. I, well, I think they have that because they're so rich. I think an, I don't think yeah. that them living together precludes Keeps them having them like from sex having pads. a boo hang. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. think they have an in-house producer who is producing the marriage and they mm. say family meeting everyone in here for some social content. Now you're scheduled to go fuck this other person, you know, at noon. <laughs> oh you're my god. Go. I uh, but I I don't think they oh had my to God, do Chelsea, this. Chelsea, write the apology app now. <laughs> you don't think they had to do this, Chelsea. Why not? No, absolutely. Everyone has wanted them to break up for years. Like, on her birthday, she posted a video of her and Tupac singing to a Will Smith song. I said, how much more can this marriage take? I remember that. Messy. Messy. Just mm-hmm. be divorced. Messy. Yeah. Be divorced. Okay, here's the situation. My parents went away on a week's vacation. 
what does all of this say about the slap? Because I have been on Twitter because Jada and, quote, so will are both trending today. And a lot of the things I'm seeing are people saying, so Will ruined his career for his roommate or whatever. (laughs) And I don't agree with that. I still feel like Will should have defended her. Like, if they're not actually married in a marriage where they're still intimate together, they're clearly still business partners. They're clearly still co-parenting. They're clearly still having their weekly social media meeting produced (laughs) by their in-house producer. He should have slapped that man still. I'm not angry about it. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Can I give you another wrinkle that complicates the slap even further? Yes, I love a complication. Jada has also said in the rollout of her new memoir that a while back when Chris Rock had heard that Will and Jada were getting divorced, he asked Jada out on a date. (gasps) Jada was like, Mm -hmm. what do you mean? And Chris says, I heard y'all were breaking up. I love the slap. Slap him again, Will. (laughs) Slap him again. (laughs) Let me read y'all what Jada said about this separation uh, to Hoda Kotb. She was in an NBC News special this week, and she said, quote, By the time we got to 2016, we were just exhausted with trying. I think we were both kind of just still stuck in our fantasy of what we thought the other person should be. I made a promise that there will never be a reason for us to get a divorce. We will work through whatever. I just haven't been able to break that promise. This is ridiculous. Do I want to admire that? No. I love it. (laughs) I love it. I'm here for it. What on earth? Like, they are divorced. You are divorced. So it's just some sort of contract where one of them has a prenup. They really regret signing. You think they had a prenup? You think they live their lives with that much <laughs> No, you're right. You're right. Maybe that's why they won't get a divorce. Of Like, it'll just be too messy to split the estate and all the houses Will bought Jada that she did not want. Remember that, like, Swan Lake house? And she was like, I hate lakes. And oh. he was like, this is for you. And remember he threw her a birthday party? Ugh. Like, this huge I birthday about party that she time. literally did not want? Yes. But how, this was in his memoir. However, the party sounds sick. It's like a three-day party in Santa Fe. He, like, finds her family yeah. and makes a movie about her grandma her, who like, she's ancestors. never met. Yes. And she was like, you're disgusting to me. <gasps> oh. <laughs> like, oh. But to be fair, she said, I don't want a big birthday party. And he yeah. was like, okay, noted. Here's a three-day weekend with everyone you've met. I've dug into your like ancestral background. I found the people that your family was enslaved to. And happy birthday. Love you. Smile. And she was like, I wanted a massage and a nap. I think they're addicted to the drama, and I think they're one of those couples that love to hate each other and don't ever want to actually be apart. They're one of those couples where it's like all they do is argue all day, but they like it. They're that energy. So Tracy's into this. Chelsea, are you into this drama? I am absolutely not into this drama. When she had the affair with her son's friend and they had the red table talk, they should have said, it's weird we're at this red table talk because we are spiritually divorced, right? Not spiritually divorced. (laughs) They uncoupled. That's the new spiritual gangster shirt, spiritually divorced. I just feel like in terms of celebrities doing celebrity well— this feels like smart strategery mm-hmm. from people I didn't think were that strategerific. <laughs> they get to be consciously uncoupled, but still use the mystique of this quote-unquote marriage to drive red table talk views and now book sales. I just, they're not dumb, right? They could just, he could just make another movie. He is a movie star. No, he I think the movies not. are over for him. Not anymore. Not no more. 
He's Did done. you see Emancipation? <laughs> Did you see Emancipation? <laughs> There's an interview I will never forget. It was like on E. They were on the red carpet. It was when Jada was in the second Matrix movie. And they're walking down the red carpet. And he, Will says, I saw this movie. I said it was so good. And to camera, Jada goes, and I said, get out of my movie. This is my movie. You cannot be in this franchise. This is my movie. And she's like kind of smiling, but you can tell she means it. Where she's like, I finally got one chance to kind of be an actress. And you can't have this. You can't steal this from me. And I just think they've hated each other for so long. And you have enough money. You don't need more. I always wonder how different all of this would have been had Will Smith taken the role that Keanu got for The Mm. Matrix. Yes. He was offered The Matrix first, and he said, I don't want to do it because I don't get it. He didn't get the plot. And that's where Jada was like, and then I'm in movie two, and you can't come back and be Neo. Um, If Will was Neo, would he now be married to an artist and be the internet's boyfriends that Keanu Reeves is? There you go. Is this his red pill, blue pill? (laughs) We'll never know. More with Tracy Thomas and Chelsea Devantes after the break. Calling all female runners. It's time to lace up and join Team Milk. Since the 2022 New York City Marathon, Team Milk has sponsored female marathon runners nationwide, providing support and shining a spotlight on their unique stories, perseverance, and drive to go the distance. Why milk? Dairy milk is an excellent nutritional ad for both marathon training and recovery. Milk contains 13 essential nutrients, including high-quality protein, making it a crucial component of a training diet. Plus, it's one of the best beverages for hydration, even better than water. The same electrolytes that are added to many of your favorite sports drinks are found naturally in milk. And in 2024, Team Milk is taking the next step to empower female runners by launching the only women's marathon in the U.S. designed for and by women. Built to be accessible, empowering, and community-building, the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon will take place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16, 2024. You can learn more and register for the marathon at everywomansmarathon.com. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Next question. Are y'all into or not into a reboot of Seinfeld. There's rumbling. There's chattering. 
beyond not. I'm so not I, into this. I have deeply I've gone into a multiverse where anti. Seinfeld never exists. Wow. <laughs> no. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, I guess that's fine. I don't care. At it this is, point, I don't care. Is he coming back? Is he like, I'm older, but I'm still in the apartment. What are they going to do with I know. Kramer? Let me tell you <laughs> everything. Well, he can't come back. Wait, wait. Who needs to play Kramer? Boots Riley. Oh, my. Okay, you know what? Then I'm into it. <laughs> I don't know who that is. The guy who directed Sorry to Bother You. Oh. The director. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, you're replacing him with a black person? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of a white person. And I was like, okay, and what you know if- a white person named Boots Riley? No. Well, that's why I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I know who black Boots Riley is. I don't know who white yes. Boots Riley is. We replace no. Elaine with Shakira. <gasps> Ooh. I'm into this if we do oh, all new casting. Who's the new Jerry Seinfeld? Wait, it still has to be Jerry Seinfeld, but he has to interact with like people of color, and that's the whole show. It's like Donald Glover. No, Donald Glover's Jerry Seinfeld. Donald Glover's Jerry Seinfeld. You did not. (laughs) Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Anywho, the news of this, the news of this, the news of this. Uh, This past weekend during a stand up set in Boston, he was asked if he was all right with the original series' polarizing finale. Apparently, one of the worst series finales of all time. He said, quote, Something is going to happen that has to do with that ending. It hasn't happened yet. Just what you were thinking about, Larry and I have also been thinking about. So, you'll see. Hmm. Is it Seinfeld no. in jail? Okay. Jerry and Larry. Do they pick up with all it. of them in prison? Um, what would y'all want this to be, plot-wise? Mm-mm. I don't want it. I don't. I would want them to understand that this is a bad idea. Wow. Give that money and that wow. opportunity to some black women creators and make a show that someone might actually want to watch at some point that is original content and an original idea. That is what I would like, plot-wise. Yes. Okay. As a television writer, that sounds good. But if that's not going to happen, my, here's my here's my second pitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> the pilot is Jerry goes and dates a 17-year-old as he already did no. in his real life. Surprise. Oh, my God. Time. And you are out for blood. Everyone <laughs> did not see that coming. Twist. Well, I'm serious. This is a story that never gets enough attention. This oh, is like a Woody Allen I just want to play that story out in 2023. I remember this now. Listen, if you're going to reboot old shows and not give new artists a chance, face your demons. Woo. I feel like what it will be plot-wise, though, is it's just going to be Jerry Seinfeld being older, like, dating on a dating app or trying to order food and getting a robot who delivers food and him yeah. interact. Like, can you believe it? Oh my gosh, technology. Yeah. Or wait, no, no. Actually, yeah. I do want to see Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Elaine try to figure out how to make TikToks to catch a man. Okay. That'd be funny. But, but then she'll say, her show, I'm trying Elaine. to tickety-tock-tock. Or she'll say, I'm, I'm, I'm getting on Twitter. <laughs> uh, do you guys know yeah. this Twitter? I guess it's X. Is that a drug? Ooh. Uh, so y'all aren't into that. I, I I thought I was kind of into it before we started, but now I'm not either. We did it. No, we win. We won the game. <laughs> it's th- there's still more. <laughs> Damn there's it. still more. While we're talking about potential reboots, can I run through a list of a few more that are upcoming and you quickly tell me if you're into them or not? Yes. yes. There's a Monk reboot, a Monk movie hitting Peacock later this year. It's called Mr. Monk's Last Case, a Monk movie. Into it or not? Go. Rapid. No. I am not into it. Not Don't you remember the Sex and the City movies? Don't go to film. Stay in TV. Stay where you belong. I like him, though. Tony Shalhoub. He seemed like a sweet guy. Okay, no. Damn, y'all are harsh. All right, next. (laughs) Frasier. 
No, Frasier. no. That reboot premiered on Paramount Plus this week. Okay. No. That's a no. Chelsea? I am a hard no. He already had such a great arc on Real Housewives. Nothing can top it. You know, go out on top. Right. Leaving the family is never easy. It's just sometimes there are things that call us away. We have to do it. Why don't I start grabbing some shirts out of the closet for you? All right, sure thing. Sorry. Okay. Thanks. Get the shirts that uh, make me look really gay. We saw him divorce his wife on Real Housewives. Okay. <laughs> we don't need Frasier back. <laughs> what if I told you that characters in the reboot included Frasier's firefighter's son, Freddie, Niall's son, David, and Frasier's British friend from college who we never heard about until now? The critics are okay with this, too. That sounds like Still a no? three new dudes yeah. added to the show. <laughs> I'm no on this because I've been no. <laughs> Where's okay. Daphne? Okay. <laughs> Last one. Um, it's been rumored for a while. But it seems like it's still in the works. A reboot of The American mm, Office. This is harder for the me. The kids love The Office these is days. Is it the same cast or new Same cast? creator, cast is still in flux. Okay, probably no. They're not coming back. Okay, Absolutely no. Also, that one does, at least Frasier, you're like, I think my dad watched Frasier. You're like, I watched The Office. That's it's true. already back. Yeah. And the kids That's just watched true. The Office. Like, yeah. we're peak office right now. Okay, fine. No, I'm out. Also... The beauty of that show is how much they could not get away with that show today. Yeah. I go back and rewatch episodes, and there's oh a lot God. that I'm like— Diversity mm-hmm. Day? You watched Diversity Day recently? Yeah. Diversity Day is an incredible <laughs> yeah. episode. Or like when they go to Benihana. Just no. You yeah. cannot do that. No. I mean, Michael Scott oh is basically a walking, talking no. All right. So no's across the board. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. I think y'all are going to be no on this, too, but I'm into it. I'm into the energy of the no's this episode. Um, are y'all into— or not into whatever's going on with Drake right now. He has a new album out and he's not making friends. He is not making friends. <laughs> I cannot believe this one's even a question. Yeah. <laughs> I Please, please one of you be into it. I must hear it. It's impossible for me oh, to be yeah. into it. It's a deep no. Aggressive. All right, more of the game with Tracy Thomas and Chelsea Devantes after this break. Drake is down oh bad. Oh, my God. Drake is down bad. What happened? I miss the Drake who stood in front of 1,000 purses and said, I have been collecting designer bags for my future wife. And women that day were like, oh, my God, he's so romantic. Like, they're going to get all these purses. And I was thinking, like, okay, but if you give him a blowjob, like, do you get a clutch? <laughs> do you get, like, a backpack? I don't know. Okay, you know, what happens when you just date Is him? Is it Derek Jeter vibes? You got a gift yeah, bag. Yeah, you get a gift bag on your way out. Anyways, but I remember it being so romantic. And mm-hmm. now we know it's just a pervert's closet. Like, he's trying on the purses. <laughs> he wears them around. He holds one in his hand as he texts Millie Bobby Brown. No, you know? I'm not ever mad a- about a man with the purse. <laughs> I'm not mad, but he got a thousand purses. Well, now he's gone from purses to bras. Have you seen the newest photo he released? Oh, that's right. oh. In his last tour, he was asking the women in attendance to throw more bras on stage because he likes that. So he had his staff collect all the bras he got during the tour. And then he had his staff arrange them in one of the big rooms in his mansion. And he just took a picture in front He's of it. He's a loser. <laughs> He's a huge loser. He cannot get hard anymore. No. <gasps> Chelsea, I cannot wait to read your notes app apology. It's about to be off the wall. You have to apologize to everybody. Oh my gosh, I I'm can't just wait. saying, if you need to line up a thousand bras, take a picture and post it, like something internally is wrong, health-wise. Yeah. 
Also, like the lining up is like just like dump them in a big pile and maybe like dive on them like Scrooge McDuck. No, do not dive on strangers' bras. Do not dive on strangers' but here, bras. Okay, here's what I have no. to say about Drake because I have a lot of feelings. But yeah, one of the things, and I'm going to shout out a fantastic writer, David Dennis Jr. He just wrote a piece in Anscape about how Drake is basically become Kevin Samuels. Tell folks who Kevin Samuels is if they don't know. So Kevin Samuels is the recently departed black podcast guy who basically rails on black women and tells men, uh, heterosexual men, that women need to bring something to the table. And it's like this whole anti-woman shit about, you know, what do you bring to the table? Why should I be with you? You need to serve me, et cetera, et cetera. Nasty, gross shit. And Drake has clearly... (laughs) found some corners of the internet or something where he has gone deep, I hate women. The other day at a concert, some guy had a sign that was like, my girlfriend broke up with me and I spent all the money on these tickets. Hey, I got to read that sign. I like that sign. That's a good, that's a good sign to pick. And then he said to the guy, I don't know what's wrong with her. I'm going to give you $50,000 so you can stunt on her. That's how how we doing it tonight, big dog. It's your night tonight. And I won't say it like y'all said it, but fuck that young lady. Oh, my God. What are you doing, Drake? Like, what are you doing? And then he has this song about Rihanna where he's, like, shitting on her. And that makes no sense. And also, you look so, like, such a loser because you guys broke up, like, like, 15 years ago. She has two kids and a husband. And you're talking about how she was bad at sex. Really? Do you think she was bad at sex? Oh, he says that about her? In the song. Yeah, where are the lyrics? Let me tell you something that will never be true ever be true. Rihanna being bad at sex. Rihanna being yeah. bad at anything. Have you heard the songs? Have you heard the songs? Also, she was not bad at sex if you are still singing about her six years Woo! crying like about that's it. someone that who, who put it part. down there. Okay, here's what he says. Here's what he says. He says, better him than me. Better it's not me. I'm anti. I'm anti. Yeah, and the sex was average with you. Yeah, I'm anti because I had it with you. Okay, I'm auntie like your daddy's sister. Okay, auntie like your daddy's sister. Auntie like a family picture. And I had way better bitches than TVH. Yeah. That man, he's still with you. He can't leave He's a little bitch. Fuck Drake. Honestly, it's so nasty and I'm tired of women (laughs) acting like he's some hot shit. He's washed. He's a loser. He's mad at women from a decade ago. And it's just so icky. Truly, it's out on Drake forever. So the reason Drake is trending right now uh, is in large part because he's out with a new album called For All the Dogs. Which, fitting. Yes. Uh, But in the rollout for this album, he's just further shown himself to be somewhat of an unsavory character. So one of the tracks on this new album, he disses, of all people, the jazz artist Esperanza Spaulding. Because she beat him. Because he's still mad about how she beat him out for Best New Artist at the Grammys like a decade ago. And he didn't just diss her over that. He further dissed her and Michelle Obama because he's mad that Michelle Obama put an Esperanza Spaulding song on one of her Spotify playlists. Esperanza Spaulding was getting out of praises. I'm trying to keep it humble. I'm trying to keep it gracious. Who give a fuck Michelle Obama put you on a playlist? Then we never hear from you again like you was taken. Are you sick? What? Then? Yeah, this is... This is incel behavior. Yeah. Like he's yeah. about to lead a little incel march. <laughs> Where's his tiki torch? That's like exactly seriously. Right. Then uh, the album's coming out. 
the singles are out. The critical buzz is like, this ain't the best Drake we've, we've ever heard. Uh, and Joe Budden, former rapper oh. turned podcaster, made note of this on his podcast. And on his podcast, Joe Budden said that Drake needs to start making music that suits his age and stop making music, quote, for the kids. He said of Drake, quote, you have failed at music. Yeah. Uh, Drake responded <laughs> in the comments of the video on Instagram. <laughs> And he ended the response. Can I tell you how he ended his response? He said, quote, if you need it put in simpler terms, I own a 767. He owns a modest house in the 973 and flies first class on special occasions. That was his comeback. Here's the thing. Joe Budden is also a loser. Well, so yes. I don't want to be there on here go. talking there about how go. great Joe Budden is. They're both loser idiots and they should destroy each other. I would love that. <laughs> but I like songs for 25-year-olds. Like, I like songs for the kids. I like a bop. <laughs> Give me a song to dance to. Here's the problem with this new album. It's bad. The it's music bad. sucks. It's boring. And it's, it's so anti-woman. Boring. And it's just so nasty. And, like, you look stupid in your little, I don't know, whatever the fuck he's doing on the cover, like, it's some weird performance of blackness that I am not it's, into. And it's I kind say of this as a fellow show-ish. mixed person. It's kind of minstrel it is. show. It's giving blackface. Okay, you guys, yeah. what if Millie yeah. Bobby Brown came out with a disc track? <laughs> <laughs> I also just want to point out um, first cl- flying first class on special occasions and a modest, like this sounds like a pretty good life. Like a great Drake life. has lost his reference points. Like, like sign me up. Yeah, it sounds nice. How is that the your like, best? Like it's not dish? the insult you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I know is all I know is he's going to have a number 1 album. Apparently the the album sales are like over 400,000 for the first week. Someone still likes this. <gasps> Why? It's yeah, all the incels courting. He has a They're whole a new audience. They're a great market. Like, I didn't think you... they liked black guys. I thought the incels hated black people too. Yeah. No, if you <clears throat> are speaking their message, mm. they will like you. Okay. And also, okay. the truth is, black incels need leaders, too. <laughs> it's Incel is a male problem. It is not a racial problem. It is, like, the only thing in America that defies race go. and there class. There you go. It's just, there you if go. you identify as a cis het man, you could be oh, an yeah. incel, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's palate cleanse. Yeah, please. <laughs> what would y'all recommend our listeners listen to this weekend instead of the new Drake album? Go ahead. Hold on. Let me let me pull up my my latest playlist. Here's what's so funny too. Okay. To just talk so much shit about Drake, and then you're like, "What do you listen to?" And what if I was just like, "Broadway <laughs> musicals on repeat." Drake. <laughs> I was gonna be I like Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, we've reached the end of the game. We must declare a winner. The winner of this week's edition of Into It is Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm sorry. She's about to sell shit shit out of books. She is going to move units. Her and her in-house producer. She's going to move units. In-house producer's the real winner. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Thanks again to Tracy Thomas, host of the Stacks podcast, all about books, and Chelsea Devantes, comedian, writer, and host of the podcast Glamorous Trash. Also, listeners, a reminder, we still want your voice memos about the culture that's haunting you because it's spooky season, okay? We're bringing back culture, guys, just for a little bit. Send us your submissions into it at vulture.com. What in the culture has been haunting you, for better or for worse? Let us know in a voice memo. 
All right, Intuit is hosted by me, Sam Sanders. The show is produced by Janae West, Travis Larchuk, Gabby Grossman, Jelani Carter, and Taka Zen. Our fearless editor is Jordana Hochman. Our engineer is Daniel Turek. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. And the executive producer of audio at Vox Media is Nishat Kurwa. Listeners, we are back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. Till then, whatever Drake's doing, don't do that. All right? Okay, bye. Why do you run? Why does anyone? I always thought that runners loved running, and that's not the case. Most runners hate running, (laughs) but they choose to do it. In the new docu-series Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers learns why women runners everywhere are driven to go the distance. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. Team Milk is about fueling women's performance and helping them along their marathon journeys. You can sign up now for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon, taking place in Savannah, Georgia, on November 16th, 2024. Learn more and register at everywomansmarathon.com.